Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. which is very like apropos because that's what we're doing this month is uh, we are going to be working with our own agility as human beings. So we're not going to like run through tires. We're not going to like do those ladder drills or scale walls unless you want to. And if you want to, you are absolutely welcome to scale as many things as you want. Climb the walls as you want. This is the practice to keep you from climbing walls. Um, if if that if you want to take that on as a metaphor um, and, and to allow you to climb the actual walls that you want to climb i mean this is great this i can mix all the metaphors um, but literally what we're going to be doing this month is working with our flexibility in ways that help us move better with skill and balance and coordination because that's really when we come down to it the nimbleness and agility that yoga can give us comes not just by getting flexible but by learning to coordinate that flexibility into strong movement patterns. I'm going to start today with three-legged dog to plank, which is like a just inherent part of our practice in so many ways. And nobody likes it and no one wants to do it. And that's fine. It's one of the things that helps us learn to step forward with ease and grace. And I'll tell you what I told the 8 a.m. Hardest pose in yoga it's not headstand, it's not handstand, it's not wheel. It's stepping one foot forward into warrior one or stepping to the top of your mat underneath yourself to get to down dog. And so that's what we're going to be kind of playing with all month really is that the skills and the strength that get us there. We'll start in child's pose today. And uh, never fear, this is going to be better than you think. It will be better than you think. Kenji came back for it twice. Ken, you didn't know that you're coming right back into the same thing, correct, sir? Was it? Oh, it's Nicholas. He threw you under the bus. He threw you under the bus. I can't believe that. Well, well enough. Climbing walls and throwing under buses. Breathe smooth and steady in your body and that's what we're going to attempt to do the whole time even as we move with some, uh, some really complex and kind of dynamic vinyasa skills we're going to bring it all back to moving with steady comfortable breath oh bernie you're all over the place her own little agility trial there We'll wait for Kathleen to get back in the room. Okay, now we can take a down dog. Come on up and take a moment to ground yourself in your hands and your feet. And then we'll have rock back and forth where you get your breath moving your body. So inhale to a high plank and exhale to down dog. First few rounds of this, just breath moving body. No specifics. Next round, 
pause in the high plank when you get there. And walk your hands one hand distance forward. Press into both hands evenly. Send yourself back to down dog. We'll pause here. It's a longer stride than usual. If it's too long, you make that call. You make it shorter. And forward to a high plank in which the hands are at the shoulder line or a little in front. Good. And then back to down dog. Again, forward to the high plank. Here, just pick up the right foot, point the toes back, and then down dog, both feet down. And forward to a high plank at the very tip of that. Pick up the left foot, point the toes back, it's just picking up the foot, not the leg, and then foot down, downward facing dog. Breath in, breath out. You can take the feet wide apart out toward edges of the mat. Walk your hands back to your feet. Have ragdoll at the back of the mat and let your body drape over your legs, arms any way you like. Press your feet down and out. Let the legs take over from the hands here. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Release hands. Come back out to down dog. Feet about hip distance. I'm gonna press both hands down evenly and take your right leg up and back behind. Keep the evenness of weight in the two hands. Bend the upper knee. Bring it to your nose. We're going to rock forward. Press your hands down and knee to nose. You're rounding your spine like cat pose. Into that exhale, step back to down dog. When you inhale, left leg up behind you. Keep it tight and straight. Reach through it. When you exhale, bend the knee. Bring it in nose to knee, knee to nose. And end of that exit, back to down dog. So then knee to nose. Contrasting that inhale, take your right leg up and back behind. Knee to chest. You're going to look forward on the floor. Body's in a plank from your left foot to the back of your head. Strong plank action. Step back to down dog. And on your inhale. Left leg up, press evenly through both hands. When you exhale, draw the knee to chest, look forward. So you never see the knee here. Knee to chest, knee through the arms with the chest forward. And then step back to down dog. And come down to child's pose. Keep your toes tucked if you can and stretch back. and Release the soles of the feet. So. A contrast there between those two things. There's a neater nose and there's a neater chest. We'll go back through it in case they weren't uh, obvious. One, we round the spine, we look at the knee. We curl up like cat, that's the nose to knee. The other one is the transitional one. That's the one where we go knee to chest and we're looking forward. But whenever you're gonna step forward, that's the one to take. Most of the time that's the one to take. 
unless uh, we're actually calling for that that neater nose action. So come on up to down dog. And we'll just call this out again. Take your right leg up and back behind you. Squeeze it tightly. Keep even weight in left and right hand. Bend your knee. Draw it to your nose. Like you're just trying to make a complete circle of your body. Maybe you do. And then step back. Down dog. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Bring the knee into the nose, round. You can see you're looking backward. Not a good way to step forward, correct? Correct. Step back. I'm gonna answer my own questions now. <laughs> Maybe a solipsism here. Next inhale, take your right leg up and back. This time, knee to chest and look forward and notice how your body is more willing to go forward rather than back. And then down dog breathe out. And that's not just suggestibility on your part. It actually is. Next inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Right, so you're gonna fold the knee into the chest, look forward, never see your knee in this whole process. You're already moving forward with your chest, forward with your gaze before that knee comes in. Down dog, breathe out. And look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll and let that thing sway out a little bit. So just give yourself just some big wide sways of the hip side to side. Let your spine and sway side to side. Enjoy the rhythm of your breath. Let it be slow and smooth. You release your hands to the mat. We'll walk feet together. And on an inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms. And sun A, exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Nice. Look forward, walk or lily hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, 
walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Last round, press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Squeeze your legs, fan your fingers wide. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Pause here, breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Press hands down and forward. Feel even between left and right sides. Keep that as you take the right leg up and back behind you. We're going to fold the knee as you rock forward, look forward, knee to chest. As you get to the top of that plank, more weight in your left hand so you can step the right foot down into a lunge. And then just movement in the lunge, back and forth, side to side, all the ways you like. Good. It's kind of two pieces to the stepping forward. You really want to get the knee to chest action, the, the looking forward, that, that momentum or the, uh, the kind of alignment that gets you able to step. And then moving from the well-balanced hands to a little more weight on the left to make the right hand light. Also helpful there. Next exhale, we're going to bring back knee down. Inhale. Reach the arms up. Exhale, give a pull down into cactus shape. Inhale, squeeze shoulder blades toward one another on your back. Keep your head in line. It's gonna wanna go forward, don't let it. Then elbow points together in front of you. Back's gonna round, but don't let it, just the elbows here. Inhale, reach up, maybe tap fingertips together up there so you can find them. Hands down, look forward and step back, high plank or low. Again, that looking forward, pulling the chest forward comes into play. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. So feel even weight in both hands. Good breath in, and breath out. When you take the leg up behind your left leg up, keep the weight balanced between the two hands. And that attention there ensures that you're gonna not fling the leg around. You gotta really pay attention what you're doing and bring your knee into your chest and look forward right then a little more weight into your right hand or a lot more as you need left foot steps and we'll rock back and forth allow this part to be it kind of just unstructured and, and playful in your body yeah the knee to chest thing with the step is is enough technical a bit for a while and in fact just let your body absorb that because there are often in vinyasa two or three things that happen over the course of that breath in a transition there's an order of operations right and it's nuanced and it's something that 
we get better at if we actually practice with the attention that allows for nuance. Bring back knee down, press into your front foot to reach up, breathe out, pull arm bones down to the side. Squeeze shoulder blades together. Bring your elbow points toward one another. And then you reach the arms up and maybe the fingertips find one another overhead and they can do it without you seeing it. And it's amazing, but uh, it takes practice. Then hands to the mat, look forward, chest forward as you step the foot back again. You like never see that leg move. Breathe in for upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Look forward and walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good. Breathe out, fold forward. So the hips back, Ukkatasana, chair pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway and walk your feet hip distance. Step your right foot back as you do. Draw your chest forward, look forward. Same principles there. We're gonna inhale, reach the arms up. When we exhale, look forward, chest forward. Plant both hands evenly, left leg up and back, three-legged dog, but keep the evenness on left and right hand, press down. Fold your knee to your chest as you look forward, draw your chest forward, you're in a plank from your back heel to your head. Step the left foot into a lunge, breathe in and reach up. Good. Look forward of your mat, hands to heart, chest forward, reach the arms forward, step up top of the mat, you're in a halfway lift because you looked forward and pulled your chest forward. So you're already in that half lift when you get there. Then exhale, bow. Breathe in, Ukkatasana, sit your hips back, lift your chest. Nice, bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway and walk your feet hip distance. So you're drawing your chest forward, looking forward as you step the left leg back. Press into your feet, reach up. And hands to heart, chest forward and light. Hands down, press evenly through both hands. Keep that even pressure as you take the right leg up and back. Look forward, bring your knee into your chest. Rock forward, chest forward, step forward. Breathe in, reach up, crescent. Hands to heart, look forward, step forward. So chest is moving forward that whole time. When you get your feet there, you're already in that half lift, just then like accentuate it, make the most of it. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Super good. Breathe in, 
Ukatasana chair pose. Breathe out, mouth forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, step back. Add a low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Pause here. I'm going to take the feet mat distance apart. You can go wide. You're going to take your hands close together, a little bit of a snow plow uh, or A frame shape to your dog. I don't know why snow plow is like. My first ski lesson ever shows up every time I do this. And I, that's, that's it. That's all. Like one time someone said no plow to me and forever in my brain. We've got some lengthening of the side body here, pressing the hips up and back. Breath in. Breath out. Then walk the hands back the center line until you get to the feet. Keeping the hands on the floor, you're going to squat down as far as you squat down. So toward Malasana, but hands are going to stay down. And then bow, lift your hips. Let your head drop. So moving through this with your inhale, you're sitting back into Malasana. And exhaling and bow. And... Uh, you, you may be totally capable of taking your hands off the floor. It's a little harder kind of, uh, to coordinate this for, for those of us that do have the mobility to keep the hands down right, as the weight shifts. And try to keep an even pressure in the hands, a light pressure, but an even pressure as the hips move up and down. Because what will try to happen, and this is one of the things when we do train our nimbleness, when we train our attention span, Right. Momentum will take over if we let it. And if we already have the mobility, sometimes we'll use that mobility instead of actually developing our own kind of, uh, skills of nimbleness. Right. We can coast on our flexibility a little bit. So by keeping your hands pressed to the floor, uh, you, you have to pay attention and can't coast. Good. Is anyone feeling this? So you can feel this in your legs. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, and then come on back up to the forward fold. And I'm glad I wasn't the only one there. We're gonna walk the hands back. I'll keep the feet wide, but your hands are gonna go back to the usual down dog. So we're gonna do something a little different with the knees to chest thing here. We're gonna move uh, into the high plank directly from down dog. So breathe in here, reach through your arms. And when you breathe out, you're going to come forward, right knee to right elbow, look forward, you're in a plank. It's like you kind of jumped into the plank and then inhale back to down dog. And then with your exhale, other side. And then back that wide-legged down dog. Let's do it across the body, but same thing. Pull your chest forward. The right knee is going to come across to the left elbow. 
and then you step back down dog and this whole time you're never gonna see that leg move you're gonna draw your chest forward first and then left knee's gonna come across the right elbow and then step back and now your right knee to your chest but chest forward gaze forward you're in a plank and the knee's trying to come through the arms back down dog then look forward chest forward left knee left elbow this is super hard back to down dog all the way to child's pose so that action uh, we don't get the momentum of the leg moving behind us, even though we were trying not to move with too much momentum in that leg swing. And the way we were doing that was pressing through the hands. Um, from the down dog, we have less momentum. And that's why warrior one is so hard in our practice. And why a lot of vinyasa practices use a leg swing to get to warrior one. Why don't we? Because you develop more agility and more range of motion when you don't swing that leg up behind you, um, when you don't get that free kind of coast of the, the leg being drawn up. It is a good thing to do, so we do it when we step into lunges. But from the warrior, right, it's a really solid, straightforward stance. Like the warrior's really solid and straightforward. Come on up to down dog and feet normal distance. Right. We're going to do the same drill with the feet moving from this uh, hip distance. So breath in. As you breathe out, look forward, right knee to right elbow. Heart forward. It doesn't have to touch, but it could. Inhale, moving back to down dog. Then left knee to left elbow. And back down dog chest forward look forward right knee to left elbow you're going to want to look at that but don't heart forward look forward step back now, you might not want to look at it, but it's, there's going to be a strong tendency to look at what your knee is doing don't do it lead with your chest and gaze forward left knee to right elbow it's going to happen you're going to feel the leg come across the body but you're looking forward and then back down dog now right knee to your chest but this time, weight in your left hand and step the right foot as far forward as it's going to go. Back foot flat. Come up to warrior. Nice. Breath in. When you breathe out, hands to heart, heart forward, chest light. Your hands down, we're stepping back to down dog. You'll have a breath in here. When you breathe out, lead with your chest, go forward, look forward, left knee to left elbow. And then press back, down dog. Then lead with your chest and gaze into the plank that comes across to the right. And step back. And then do your chest step back foot turns flat 
Come up to warrior. Good. Let your feet lift your chest. And then hands to heart, chest forward, hands down. As you look forward, step back. You never see that leg move. You might get like, just like a hint of it in your peripheral vision, but that's it. Upward facing dog. Make it back to child's pose. And in child's pose, you're gonna sit your hips to your heels, walk your hands over to the left. Get a nice side body opening there for yourself any way you like. Breathe. One back to center and other side. Back to center. And we're going to take that knee to elbow drill again, which everyone just loves hearing that, but um, it is a hard thing. We are gonna do it and we're gonna work with warrior two this time. Uh, these these knee drills, the kids can go back to it. The reason why they're so important is they teach us how to, to get this range of motion and they're just, they're just not easy. I don't know if they ever get easy because they don't get easy for me and I've been doing this for a while, um, but they help. And come on up to down dog. Press evenly through both hands. And breathe. Just normal, steady breath. Breath in. And go right knee to chest. Come forward. Look forward. So knee to chest. Your body's in a plank. Hug the heel up toward your sitting bone. And then back to down dog. Breathe all the way in and then do it again. Breathe out. Knee into your chest. Look forward. And then step back. This time, breathe out most of the way here. Then do that knee to chest. Look between your hands. Step. Back foot turns flat. Up and around. Warrior two. Excellent. We're going to bring the hands out of this. You can take your hips. You can take the arms behind you. Lace the fingers. Just like chest open a little bit here. Doesn't have to be your biggest bad warrior two. There's a lot of work that's already been going on. But, you know, if you want a little leg opening, get in there. So that last one that we just did where we were breathing out and down dog, and then we stepped at the very end, that's more like the speed of a vinyasa um, because of the nature of up dog to down dog, down dog to the step. Right? So we'll practice it on the other side, and then we'll, we'll call that part of today's practice good. But we're already calling it good, but we'll call it complete. Next inhale, you're gonna reach your arms up overhead. Catch your right wrist with your left hand. Side bend, reach up. Then release your hand. And cartwheel your hands down, pause when they get to the floor. Pause, spin the back heel up. So we have a conundrum here, we have a lunge. We could drag our foot back. We could, 
or press a little more into your left hand in order to unweight the right foot. Step to down dog directly. Just uh, take the quick way back. So that also happens very quickly in a practice and can become a bit of a mess. Doesn't have to. And breath in here. When you breathe out, the whole breath, bring left knee to chest. Right, so that a whole breath action here gives us time to really get into that plank, look forward, then inhale, come back to undog because you really wanted a bunch of time to get into a plank, I'm sure. But again, exhale, look forward, chest forward, knee in as close to your chest as you can get it and bring it through the arms as far as you can, then back. Here's where you're going to breathe out mostly in down dog. Then do that kind of quick, chest forward, knee forward, step, back foot flat, up and around. Warrior two, take the hand out of it, either to the hips or again, lace the hands behind. And if you uh, did not check on yourself of which way you laced your fingers, lace the other one on top. So nine times out of 10, you're gonna be, I mean, 10 times out of 10, if you're not paying attention, you're probably gonna do the same way. Do it the, do the other. It's a small change. Um, I don't know that it has much effect on the musculature that's being stretched. It does have uh, an effect on the, the neural patterning that we have, which good thing. Low, low is relative. Breathe in. Breathe out. Next inhale, we're going to float the arms up. Catch left wrist. Up. When you exhale, you're first going to release the hands. That's kind of obvious, but you know. And then it's the mat back, heel spins up. Pause. Right. Press into your right hand a little more to pick up the left foot. And step back down, dog. Normalize the hands, equalize the hands. Right. So it is true that we are going to move the weight like that between hands as we take vinyasa, it's just gonna happen. Then we want to center back up, right? And that's not just for the physicality of it, but for the, the mental game and for not letting momentum and path of least resistance win the day, right? Because so, um, path of least resistance will win if we let it. Breath in. Breath out. I don't know if you ever noticed it, but path of least resistance often isn't um, all it's cracked up to be at whole. Least resistance path sometimes goes in circles. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. We'll breathe out, bow forward. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. And then hands to heart center, a twist. Take your left elbow outside the right knee. Maybe it gets there, maybe you open the arm, give yourself a little uh, extra room for that to happen. Maybe you open the arms because you like opening the arms. Maybe you take another alternative because that suits you better. We're here, we're breathing, hips low, heart high. 
one more breath in, and then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose. Then hands to heart center. We'll twist right elbow, outside left knee. Sit your hips back, lift your chest up. Breath in, stay here, breath out. One more breath in. And exhale, fold over the legs. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out, down dog. evenly through both hands. Take your right leg up behind you. Keep that evenness of pressure in both hands as the thing you're doing. The leg will lift pretty easily. Bend the right knee. Bring it to your right elbow as you draw your chest forward. Never see the knees movement. Know that it's there, but you're not seeing it. And then pressing your hands, you're going to take the leg up and back behind you. Trace your gaze down the length of your mat to the space right inside the left foot. Then Knee to chest, you're gonna again, lead with your chest forward, the gaze forward, knee comes through the arms as much as possible, really pull and use hip flexors, abdominals. Inhale, the leg goes up and back, your gaze traces along the mat to the inside of the left foot. Press evenly into both hands, evenly. The knee across to the left elbow, but don't see the knee, do not see the knee. Heart forward, gaze forward, kick the right foot out, stay there, continue to look forward. You may see your right foot in your peripheral vision. You might not, but you're pressing both hands down evenly. Spin the back foot flat. Then lean the weight into the right hand. Open the left arm, revolve side plank. And then you can dive the arm toward the front wall. And then kind of helicopter it over to the right with a, a little more side body opening there. Breathe in. When you breathe out, Left hand back down, right knee down, left knee meets it, hands and knees, cow pose. And pause there, hang out. Well, don't normally hang out. Yeah, you just hang out. Like this is a hanging out pose. You could let everything hang out. But uh, instead, press your hands down evenly, both hands evenly into the floor, heart forward. And back to a neutral spine and into cat pose, round your back. Stay here. Just evenly into both hands. Thumb and first finger knuckle of each. And come on back to neutral spine, flat back, tuck your toes. And down dog.
Press evenly into both hands. Make that the thing that you're doing. And don't let anything happen to it as you take your left leg up and back behind. The body will want to shift if you're using momentum. And that'll be your sign that you're not. Right? That you stay focused on those hands. Bend your knee. Draw your left knee to left elbow. But heart forward and look forward on the floor. You're in a plank. The knee is just doing what it's doing. Then rock back. Trace your gaze along the center line of the mat. Leg reaches up tight. Then same deal, get the chest forward, look forward, bring your knee in towards your chest. See if you can press the knee through the arm. Just feel that it's going there. You don't have to look at it, don't see it. And then again, it's gonna move up and back behind you. You're not gonna see the movement of that leg. Then chest forward, gaze forward, knee across to the right. You're still not seeing the leg. You kick the foot out on the floor. Maybe you see a little bit of the foot out there, but you haven't turned your gaze. Heart still forward, body still elongating. Back foot flat, press into the feet. Rock the weight over into the left. Right arm, reach straight for the ceiling. You can dive it toward the front wall and helicopter it over toward the left. Good, nice. Press your feet down to lift your hips up. Back at center, plant the hands. Knees down, round your spine like cat this time and shift the hips back toward the heels. Cat pose, trying to be child's pose. So come up onto your fingertips and even in all 10 fingertips, press down, but pull the hips back. And we're gonna reverse that in cow pose, trying to be up dog, but the hips are gonna stay high. Okay, so, so you rock forward, but the tailbone's still turning up. Just a different way to move. And, uh, and now not so much on the fingertips, although you could use the finger pads to pull a little bit, but keep your hands grounded. And then sit back to child's pose itself. And slide the arms by your sides if you can. Let's give them some time down. Just let the shoulders around and let the upper back spread. So if some of that stuff was a little much, yes, a little much, and we're going to move right into some uh, some good kind of yoga, the kind of yoga that you see on the brochures. Um, at this point, we're going to move into that stuff. But that, that there is, it's hard work. We're going to continue to do it. We're not going to do it every day this month. We're, we're going to have reprieves. We're going to work on different things, all kinds of different things. I can't wait. I'm really excited about this one. Um, but we're going to keep bringing this one back. And then hope that we build those skills, that we get stronger, that we get more attuned, more awake, more aware of how we're moving. Right? And develop a real nimbleness of our bodies and minds and uppermost are our, our spirits. Come up to your hands and knees, come over onto your back. And hug your knees into your chest, a little rock side to side, just like your seaweed and water. Did I tell you guys about the seaweed and water in Ireland? I probably should, but uh, so lovely. It's being pulled along. 
reminded me that it's a good way to move. Did I tell you how great Ireland was? Is? Like, as a country? Like, go. Better yet, come with us. We know a good place now. Carrie got the seaweed lecture already, but she was actually there in Ireland. <laughs> One knee in each hand, let them spin around. Same, same idea, like you're moving through water. Right? We did a lot of technical work. You can just pivot right now into some really flowy, not mindless, but just a different way of using the mind. Right? So moving from a more linear to more abstract. Some of us are more comfortable in linear, some of us more abstract. And another good reason that yoga helps, it has these different components. Bring the soles of the feet to the floor and feel the floor with your feet. Take a moment, what's the temperature on your mat? What's the texture? When you put your feet down, did one of them land in front? It's not wrong, but just did it. Like my left foot's way in front of my right. I have no idea why. Probably something like that happened when I was three, but I won't digress into therapy, uh, nor do you need to. But just like unnoticing, right? Are your toes clenched? Do your feet feel clenched? Could you spread them out and relax them a bit? And then walk your feet out to the edges of your mat and feel for the edges. So like your baby toe can feel the edge of the mat. And then let your knees fall side to side in windshield wipers. Again, just like really flowy. You can picture the music or picture the music. Yeah, you can picture the music. <laughs> Some of us, <laughs> that applies if you're, you revel in synesthesia, like, for sure, picture the music. But maybe you hear the music in your mind instead, or you picture the waves. Is there any difference between music and waves? I don't think so. Take one more round through. And let this come back to center and just notice how you land. Let the feet land and spread out. Then we'll walk the feet in toward one another until they touch. And we're gonna roll onto the left side like you were rolling over to get up. Okay. But instead, Curl the left arm underneath your head. And you're going to take your right hand to your right ankle, just see if you can find it. If you can't and you have a strap, I uh, catch a strap. Then press the hips toward the sidewall and your right heel toward your bum. And you have a little sideline dancer here or sideline bow. Now, if you really are loving what's going on in your quadricep and you want more of it, you just roll this onto your back. So you're rolling on the top of the foot. The heel is coming underneath your butt cheek. And you orient the foot how your ankle needs you to. 
then you're on your back in reclined half hero pressing your right shin down toward the floor that's where the uh the action's going to be in the reclined pose is by pressing the shin bone down into or toward the floor Take a breath in breath out if you're on your back you're going to roll back to your side if you're on your side extend the arms out so we have right arm stacked on top of left arm for book opening twist the right arm back across your body open it up and then close with the exhale again just moving yourself back into that rhythmic flow if you don't have room for the right arm to open up all the way cactus arm The hips stay, the legs stay heavy, and the upper body is moving. So the reverse belly twisting pose. One more you open, you're going to stay. So Bring both arms into a cactus. The legs are still heavy over to the side. That's cool. Leave that breath in. When you breathe out, use the left leg to press the right back to center. And then pause, land where you land. Now, chances are when you landed where you landed, you're not quite uh, organized in the body. So take a moment and organize sacrum rib cage back of head and at center cool it for a moment feel the alignment of your body then you're going to roll onto your right side and tuck the the right arm underneath your head and left hand's going to catch the left ankle with no distress to the knee. If there's distress in your knee, you don't need to do it. You can catch a strap and that's just as good, if not better. Then heel to bum and hips press toward the sidewall. Right, so that's really how you're gonna get the activation in this pose is pressing the hips toward the sidewall. Do you prefer roll onto your back, tuck your foot underneath you, just be sensible about how you organize that. Then with the left shin bone, press toward the floor. Front of the thigh, hip flexor opening. Either way, you're doing it. Breath in and breath out. Then if you're on your back, then exhale, roll to your side. It's all going to extend the arms out for book opening pose. And left arm opens on the inhale. And close the book with the exhale. Keep the legs heavy. The hips may try to rock with you. This uh, this one, let the upper body be that really just kind of 
seaweed water action is really flowy, but the lower body anchored. So there's another water metaphor there. I guess we might be about 70% water ourselves. So at least 70% of our metaphors should be, right? Next one, gonna make your way open and stay. Cactus both arms and just pause. The legs are heavy out there to the side. Body's open. Then you'll use the right leg to press the left back into center. When you land, you land and you notice, yeah, your spine is probably a little off center, a little off kilter. Bring it back into center line. Then move up knees to chest and any finishing poses, stretches, water breaks, dog scratches that you need, go for those. Make yourself comfortable, make yourself at home. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. That was super awesome, Al. Well, yeah, yeah, that was good. It was really good. We're gonna be in like Navy SEAL territory by the end of August if, if all goes like that. Yeah, I promise we won't actually be doing any of that stuff, but maybe we'll be able to dance like Mick Jagger. That'd be better. ready to come back. Start with a breath. There's nowhere to hurry. We're concerned about time. We're ahead of schedule. And just find your fingers and toes and let them just wiggle lightly. Yeah, like you're, you're just exploring these things that you have called fingers and toes. And there's this kind of glittery, glimmery sensation after deep rest.
take your time and roll to your right side with just as little extra movement as possible, right? So you might need a stretch, you might want to do like something along the way, but simple, elegant, rolling to the right side as part of your practice. There's no hurry to get anywhere. And you're just here, it's called child dreaming pose in some practices. It's, just a, it's a space between, right? So it's a, it's a liminal space. And you just take your left hand. So you roll to your right side, you're gonna take your left hand. If you went to another side, use a different hand. Left hand to the floor and use it and see if you can just start the action by pressing the left hand down upright yourself and then as few movements as possible make your way to seated right. that's not a must do but it's a way of being awake and aware to your body by creating this elegance of movement as you'll know I'm an efficiency enthusiast right. not to say lazy but uh, the, the efficiency of motion Right, is often elegance of motion, the, the simplicity right, that we can bring to the way we move can translate into our peace of mind. We know the, the body language and actions of agitation, correct? Yeah. And then, so, what body language do we use with ourselves when we want to feel peaceful, when we want to feel awake and aware? That's one of the reasons we practice this thing called vinyasa. Vinyasa means to place in a special way. It's the vinyasa. It, it doesn't mean flow means to place in a special or sacred way. And that's why we have so many of those little directives to follow, to remember how special it is to know and to use our body well, to use our body for good. And bring our hands together at heart center again a special action, Anjali Mudra. We place the thumbs to sternum, linking heart and hands. And we draw thumbs to forehead center, and a joining of heart and mind, body. And our breath joins in as we offer each other namaste. That was super. That was really great. Well done. You earned a uh, whatever your treat is for the night, for sure. Have a great one. See you soon. Oh, hello, Dupper. Every all the animals came out to play today. Hello, Dupper. Oh, so cute. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com.
And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash three dog yoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.